When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now we've got a guy who's so great. He's got his own show actually on this station alongside the judge. They do a show on the um, on the FM station on Saturdays, which they replay Sunday mornings right here on WABC. Spent the better part of four decades as, in my opinion and Bernie's opinion, the best congressman we've ever had. We really mean that. Peter King out in uh, in Long Island. And I have to tell you, he's such a good guy, such a good friend. The other day, for example, my wife is an attorney in Nassau County. She had a client. She had some issues. And I was annoying the hell out of Peter. I mean, really, I'm I'm texting him, calling him, give me uh, Pat Ryder's number, the police commissioner, give me Ann Donnelly's number, the DA. And at no point did Peter say, hey, Sid, do me a favor. Leave me alone. You're annoying me. He's just a super, super guy, and I love him. Here he is, the great Peter King. Good morning, Peter. Do me a favor. Leave me alone, will you? <laughs> you see, you were so worried about following up after my mother, and in one sentence, you just hit a grand slam home run. Grand slam. She was she was absolutely phenomenal. I tell you, wow, what a what a pleasure to listen to her. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you, thank Terrific. you, thank you. Uh, listen, uh, there's a lot going on. She talked a lot about it, Peter. And as a guy, that not only did a great job here at home on Long Island, but certainly Homeland Security. You are as familiar with what's going around in the world as anybody else. Let, let's get right to it. Where we are right now, Ukraine, Russia. Biden got tough yesterday. We're not buying from oil from Russia anymore. We're done with that. We're going to have Congress help out with the Ukraine. Do you feel like, at this point, Joe Biden is doing basically everything he can to reverse course of what's been a very ugly couple of weeks? Well, you know, none of us knows all that's going on behind the scenes. But based on what we do know, no, I don't have confidence in him. Uh, listen, I believe you have to try to stand with the president during a crisis. But really, up to now, it's been back and forth, even on this thing with the, uh, you know, with the oil. Uh, I mean, this, this shouldn't have even been an issue. The only reason he did it yesterday was because a lot of Democrats were threatening to revolt because these guys have to, first of all, some of them honestly believe it's the right thing to do. Others feel as they keep caving into the progressives like this, there's no way they can hold on in November. They were looking toward the elections. I mean, you have like 75% of the American people, uh, 75, 80% of the American people saying you have to do this. And then also it appeared that both the, uh, the House and the Senate were going to pass legislation on this. He really had no choice. He was dragged, uh, kicking and screaming into it. And uh, Sid, I mean, this was... Uh, talk about like, a national suicide pact. When he last year, like his first day or two in office, his, his executive order stopping the uh, Keystone pipeline, pipeline, making it so difficult for uh, energy companies here in the U.S. to to drill, to explore. Well, I want to stop you right uh, there. I want to stop you right yeah. there because this is something that me and Bernie talk about all the time, and it is it was a huge blunder. But I don't believe it was just a blunder. So, being as smart as you are, Peter, and you know more than most. Why did he do it? it? Was it as simple as he's, you know, he's in bed with Russia, his kid makes money from Russia? Why would he do something like that? I, I would say, pro- first of all, all those are possible. I think the best explanation is he was caving into the progressives in his party. This was almost like an, uh, an article of faith. It was out of the, 
the Talmud or the New Testament. I mean, uh, that you had to stop this exploration, that oil and gas, uh, natural energy is just wrong. Uh, they are consumed with this whole idea of a Green New Deal. And he's, he's controlled by them the same way as with cops. So he was never as great as he says over the years with cops, but he totally caved in after George Floyd and uh, you know, defund the police. I mean, he says that he wants to fund the police, not defund them. Yet during the campaign, he was saying that basically law enforcement is uh, systemically racist. He, ha- he uh, uh, put on a candidate for vice president, Kamala Harris, who was going to post bail for the rioters who were attacking cops during the summer of 2020. So, no, uh, I think he is right now at this stage of his life, this stage of his career, he is totally controlled by that left, that radical left wing of his party. And to me, they uh, have never been pro-American, to say the least. And they really want to change us into a socialist society. And uh, he is he's he's their captive. Your friend and mine, Bo Dito, called in on Tuesday. Peter, I know you guys are very close, like we are. And uh, he was he was crying. He sent me a video on, on Monday afternoon at the gym of a car that uh, Ukrainian soldiers came up on in the snow. And in the car were the uh, bodies of three dead Ukrainian people, mother, father, child, bodies riddled with bullets, and he was crying. And it sounded to me like he thought we weren't doing enough. Now, I know yesterday Joe Biden came out and said, listen, I'm going to Congress. We're getting a bill. We're going to help out the Ukrainians. Uh, To Bo's point, do you think we're doing enough? And if you don't, short of fighting on ground, what else should we do? First of all, Bo is a great human being, and that showed the real human side of Bo yesterday that most people don't see. Now, he's this big, tough guy walking around. Down deep, he is a, a thoroughly, thoroughly decent, very even sentimental guy. Yep. Uh, which we do, we, first of all, making sure that we send in as many, many weapons as we possibly can going after. I, I think, for, for instance, you know, to make it hit home, we have, for instance, oligarchs who are uh, living here in the United States, flying their private planes into airports. We have oligarchs all over the world with the yachts. Go that way because I think what we should be doing, and it's hard to put this in detail, uh, but having been on the Intelligence Committee and the Homeland Security Committee, I think right now, uh, and it may take weeks, it may take months, or it may never happen, but we have to do what we can to coordinate and attempt to remove Putin from office. We have sources in, in the Kremlin, in, 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 uh, in Russia, people that we can deal with. You get those people, and then you know, they could just coordinate this effort of the oligarchs who have to be turning on Putin, not for any moral reason but because they're losing money. The military, which has to be humiliated by what's happening, uh, they can't believe this is the right thing to do. Not, again, not because they're good guys, but right. they realize their military is just not prepared for this. They're looking bad before the world. Even if they end up somehow bombing Ukraine into submission, their military is going to be depleted of supplies, materials. Their morale is going to be shot. And then you have the intelligence community. He publicly, publicly berated the head of this intelligence operation last week. But all that together... And you're going to have more and more people out on the streets. I think uh, they realize that there's something wrong with him. Uh, he's gone over a deep edge. And I think he can be removed from office. Again, it wouldn't be us doing it. But we should be coordinating all the efforts we can and bringing them all together. Oh, yeah, but I can't, I, I can't see a scenario. And again, you're much smarter than me, Peter. I can't see a scenario where you can remove him from office alive. So, for example, uh, Lindsey Graham the other day was saying, hey, you know, take this guy out, which actually angered Rob O'Neill, who killed Osama bin Laden. But I liked where Lindsey was coming from. So are you talking about them actually killing Putin, or do you think they could actually get him to get out while he's still alive? Uh, you know, let me try to be tactful. Let us try to coordinate it. 
and then leave it up to the, you know, the Russians as to what they want to do. After all, it's a separate country, independent country. If their leadership feels he has to be removed, they can decide how to do it. Okay, so now the other, I guess, piece of good news, it's good and bad. It's bad in that prices will go up, but I think it's something we're all willing to sacrifice if it means stop buying from them and maybe ending the war. The fact that we are going to stop buying oil from Russia, I guess that was one piece of, again, uh, I get it, Keystone Pipeline, why'd it take so long, but that's one piece of decent news, yes? It is, but again, it's only a small part of the picture. We have to get our energy production back we, we can we can always supply the world with uh, oil uh, oil and gas and we are uh, so uh, so gifted and blessed really probably for the next hundred years we have enough to to be energy independent and to be supplying other countries around the world which would uh, loosen them from some of their dependence on russia right now i mean uh, i don't know how long germany and i give them credit they are they have finally taken some tough stands but how can they if, if uh, Russia still supplies 30% of their energy. How are they going to get around that? We have to start energy producing and, not, and tell the progressives to get lost. This is important for our national security. Well, listen, we're still one of the cleanest countries in the world when it comes to uh, ed- energy production. To, to be doing anything at all to weaken ourselves now is absolutely national suicide. I can't picture FDR doing this during World right. War II, for right. instance. Agreed. It's Agreed. crazy. Yeah. So uh, I hate to put you on a phone call with Zelensky because that got Donald Trump impeached. <laughs> but I'm doing it, Peter. So you're at your uh, palatial estate there on Long Island, and Zelensky calls you. Hey, Pete, what's going on, buddy? Oh, all good. And, uh, well, listen, uh, we've decided we're going to keep fighting. Well, you know, it doesn't matter how many people die. We are too prideful. We are not going to let the Russians win, and we're going to keep fighting. I played two cuts this morning where Zelensky said we're going to keep fighting. Uh, Peter King's response is going to be one of two things. Mr. Zelensky, courageous but silly. Mr. Zelensky, Zelensky, keep fighting. Which one would it be? I would say that if he believes it's important to keep fighting, keep fighting. The reason I say that is— But they're getting—but but Peter, they're, they're getting murdered out there. They, 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 every day, the right. families are getting assassinated. The, the, the Russians tell them to leave, and then they blow them up. I, I, I think what he believes, though, is that if he did make an agreement with Putin, it would mean nothing. Uh, what that would mean is having the uh, Ukrainians lay down their arms, let uh, Russia establish a strong beachhead, not even a beachhead, 30 40 percent of the country occupied by Russia— the eyes of the world go somewhere else, and next year Putin takes over the whole country. And what he does, he's a violent, brutal dictator. He would kill all those who took part, and uh, he would uh, just impose because he would be so petrified of Ukrainians coming back again to fight him some more. He would be more brutal than ever. So I think that while uh, what Zelensky is saying, again, he's the, he's the guy, he's the leader of the country, but if he believes that the price of uh, keeping fighting that that's better than giving in to the Soviets, and not just out of pride, but what it would be brutal. It would be massacres over there. And mm. the rest of the world would you know, be looking the other way. Our attention span is very limited. Right now, we're looking at Ukraine, but if we should, if that should calm down, slow down, and there'd be some kind of a peace agreement uh, where everything is fine, you know, uh, Russia just gets some, some small parts or even 30% of Ukraine, you know, people say, fine, you know, let them live. But a year from now, Someone's getting, he knows that his people would be destroyed. How are the immigrants going to be allowed back? I mean, no. immigrants, those who left the country, you know, right. would they be allowed back in? No. And what would happen to all the people who participated? They'd be going through all the video, all of everything, to find out who was any part of this, anyone who ever support, uh, supported uh, Zelensky. So I think he realizes this is a tough price to pay, but it's better than the alternative. Not out of pride, 
but just out of survival. No, that's a great answer. Last one. I don't think most people, Peter, the average guy in the street, like me, you're different, you're more savvy, Bernie's more savvy, but I have a lot of listeners, I believe, that are like me. Just regular guys. They like movies, they like sports, they like good food, but they like to hear this type of back and forth. They don't really understand the Green New Deal. They hear it, they know it's no good, they know it's expensive, it's ridiculous, it's AOC, but they don't get it. So my mother, for example, she really went after Pete Buttigieg. I think she called him a filthy animal, which is beautiful, because him and Harris are talking about, you know, these uh, these cars, these, uh, you know, these electric cars. Explain, Peter, if you will, to the listening audience why that is a ridiculous notion based on A, expense, and how long these things take to really come through. First of all, you mentioned Bernie. Listen, Bernie's going to get better. I was talking to my sister. She was telling me that what they can do now for prostate cancer is just phenomenal. Yes. A few years ago, it would have been a lot tougher. Right now, yes. and he's a tough son of a bitch anyway. He's going to be coming back, <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be a great, great, great day again. As far as the Green New Deal, basically they want to, uh, again, you know, the electric car is great. Everybody has an electric car. And maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they will. But you can't go overnight. You can't be turning, uh, 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 shutting off entire industries like oil and coal and gas and, and going to that. And it's, uh, it's going to impoverish the middle class, the uh, uh, working class people. Listen, you know, the rich people they always yell about, they can afford anything. But the fact is that's going to hurt the entire national economy. And it's putting these restrictions. And basically, it's, it's almost like downing America. It's almost like uh, dumbing down America. It's... Uh, uh, and if for the next, I don't know how many decades, that would put us at the mercy of countries like Russia and Saudi Arabia and Iran, for that matter. My right. God, it's uh, <laughs> right. even thinking of dealing with Iran and Venezuela. I, I can't be as articulate as your mother, but it's crazy. <laughs> it is insane, right? Peter, Iran and Venezuela. I mean, come on. It's crazy. I mean, the guys are spaghetti. I mean, this is ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> crazy. All right, listen, the judge. Of no, I, I, I didn't call him my mom, sir. Just spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I think the judge just held Danielle contempt in court again, by the way. I know that's an ongoing joke, but but this is a true story. Many, many years ago, when Danielle was first starting out as a legal aid attorney, he was the judge, Weinberger, and uh, for some reason, he was tough on her and kept yelling at her. So every time you're on or I see him, there's a Danielle joke involved. But on a serious note, you guys do a really good radio show. Tell folks where they could find it, what days and what times. Actually, it's on... Uh Saturday afternoons and Sunday morning. Saturday and, afternoon, uh, it's on. It's on one hundred seven point one. Sunday morning, morning ABC. It's on at Four o'clock in the afternoon, and then uh, Sunday morning, it's a leading to the rabbi and the uh, reverend. It's on uh, six o'clock on WABC. Got it. Now, last thing: when you put up those Instagram messages and tweets and all that stuff the night before you come on with me and Bernie every Tuesday night, those things are awesome, Peter. I love that. We actually put one up on the screen right now. If you're watching this interview, WABCRadio.tv, you can see the Pete King tweet and Instagram about his appearance coming up this morning where he says, and I quote, I'll have to be ready for Sid. Not always easy to anticipate where he may be coming from. Most times, Sid doesn't know himself. That's brilliant. Brilliant, Pete. (laughs) Well, so are you. You are brilliant. <laughs> Not as brilliant as your mother, though. Not as brilliant as your mother. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, but, you know, keep trying. Thank you, Peter. You're great. I love you, buddy. Great appearance. Have a great week. We'll do it again next Wednesday. Thank you so much. You too, Sid. Thank you. The, Bye now. The great congressman, Peter King. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.